And do they have all of the like tip top tools like available to you that make it like so easier? Are there things that you saw where you're like, oh my God, I'm buying one of these? (laughs) (laughs) I already bought something that they had. Doom, doo doom, doom, doom. Welcome to Let's Boop Snoots. My name is Vero. And I'm Heidi. And today we're gonna boop. We're gonna boop. Boop, 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 We've been MIA for the last couple of weeks, but that's because Heidi was schnitzeling yes i was schnitzeling. <laughs> we're gonna talk about that <laughs> yep yes and we're gonna talk about something super exciting yes we are yes i mean dogs always yeah. exciting yes. always exciting always but before we start our exciting content we would like to thank holy raw nutrition for supporting a let's boop snoots holy raw is a raw food service located in chelsea quebec Their products are sourced from ethical local farms and butchers to ensure freshness, quality, and peace of mind. They have raw blends that come in a one to two pound containers, ranging from chicken, beef, duck, turkey, and many more. Holy Raw also provides dehydrated treats and all natural supplements to help support your pet's overall well-being. You can find them on their website at holyrawnutrition.com, Holy Raw as in H-O-L-I-R-A-W, nutrition.com. Thank you, Holy Raw, for supporting us. It's also patio season, so a big, big thank you to Stray Dog Brewing (laughs) Company for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. They're located at 501 La Colle Way, Unit 4 in Orleans, Ontario. Stray Dog Brewing Company is open seven days a week, Mondays through Fridays from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. with extended hours on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays until 9. Weekend hours are 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturdays and 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Sundays. They are a pet-friendly brewery, so bring your snoots. They also host great events throughout the week and offer brewery tours. Make sure to try some of their in-house beers, including Oatmeal Stout, Tropical Knockout, One Hop Wonder, and many more. You can find them on their Instagram, at Stray Dog Brewing Co., and their website, www.straydogbrewing.ca. Thank you, Stray Dog Brewing Company, for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. Hit the patios, everybody. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. It's beautiful out. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to having a little brewski. Yes. yes. Before we get started, can I share a story as I usually tend to do? Yes. Does it involve <laughs> brewskis? It doesn't involve brewskis, but it involves le doge, <laughs> as it should on a dog podcast. But, um, so I think like I've spoken on recent episodes about one of my dogs, Lou, one of my Weimaranas, who's been like super having allergies, skin allergies, like a lot of itching, a lot of licking and stuff like that. And her ears were really terrible, but she has like hives on her belly and stuff like this too. So we tried switching the food, which we've been on for quite some time now, not really noticing like a huge difference, unfortunately. So now we're trying to like continue on and try different things. So a friend of our family had mentioned that their dog had a similar issue. And he said his advice was to go to um, a store, like one of the cheapo stores, even like Walmart or something like that, and get like a huge thing of canned salmon, like the stuff that you would think that you would never, ever buy or that humans would never ingest. (laughs) And he said, and get that and feed them like a tablespoon of it every day because it's like an omega oil and like the oil from it is like, 
is what's going to help with some of the gut health or whatever to get them back to normal. And he said that it worked like a charm on his dog. So we've started trying that. But like when, when I got back from my trip, her ears were the worst I'd ever seen in my life. Like, oh, no. and part of that is because I don't think like the upkeep was the doggy care was being done. Like I clean out her ears like pretty often and that was mm-hmm. not done while I was away. But anyways, when I went to go and clean out her ears, like there was big time wax, like big time wax buildup. Like I was like scooping it out yeah. and her ears were so bad and she was itching it so bad that like there was like sores that were like open and like, oh, horrible. So I have to say that I don't know if it was the part of me cleaning her ears or whether the, the thing of salmon, but I noticed her that her ears are getting better for sure she's she's still a little itchy scratchy so i'm hopeful that this might be a little tidbit or trick that might work the next thing i'm gonna go to is a probiotic i might try a probiotic next yeah we shall see we shall see well yeah that's good though hopefully it it is helping yes oh my god lou i know lou poor lou she's a lot better falling apart i know (laughs) well i got it sundays are now ear cleaning days so i gotta do that uh, every week for her now i can stay on top of it and hope that things move in the right direction but stay tuned for poor itchy lulu itchy Itchy lulu she looked so uncomfortable poor shaboobs my Mm -hmm. poor little shmooby anyways shmoo I've got some exciting news. Yes. Yes. I can't wait to move I've been about like this. wanting to talk about this for a while, but I, I didn't feel like it was, I was far enough into it mm-hmm. <laughs> to actually talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I started a new job. So like a second job and I am working at a dog grooming salon. Oh my Yay. God. Yay. Yes. So right now I'm only bathing the dogs and helping with trimming the nails, um, trimming like the hair between the paw pads at the bottom and on the top. So they have like nice little posh paws when they leave, Uh, cleaning the ears, brushing the teeth and doing some sanitary trims. I can't (laughs) wait to talk all about it. So my first question to you is what made you just decide to do this? So We've been talking, like you and I, yes. about like working in the dog space. Mm-hmm. And we always have some ideas on like new businesses that are dog related. And it's like their dreams and maybe a little bit out of reach. Yeah. <laughs> they are, but they're not. It's risky, right? Yeah. So this feels like a good, like a good first step into seeing how it is working in the dog business um, or dog space. And I do groom Ralph at home and I really do enjoy it. So I thought maybe this is like something that I could do more of. Um, There will be like right now I'm just kind of bathing and doing some of the like little trim works on the dogs. Um, But hopefully in the future, there's an opportunity to like learn more and then becoming a groomer mm-hmm. and then maybe this is like a first step into something bigger so I think just wanting to work in the dog space and this is seems a little bit more like tangible mm-hmm. <laughs> while keeping my other job 
Um, so it's pretty much on weekends, uh, maybe sometimes some evenings. And it's so much fun. The people yeah. are just amazing. Um, it's so different from like my other job where you just, you know, you leave and you just leave it behind. It's like, it's just fun. Um, and you're working with dogs. I know. So, I they're can't like wait to hear about it. They're predictable and unpredictable, but you're always prepared for the unpredictable, right? Yeah. So it's it's fun. I love it. So and I, so I come how... home and I'm just like, ah, so much fun. <laughs> I met this dog and he was like this, and I met that dog and he was like that. And oh my yeah. goodness. Have you had any repeats yet or not quite yet? Not yet. Okay. Yeah, so it's been what now? Three, four, I think it's been three weekends. And then there was like a a shift during the week that I did. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. So how did they start you off? Like, what was day one like? Were you nervous? Were you like, oh my God, did they give you any like kind of stuff to like read over or go over first or? Yep. So there's like stuff that you need to know, like if something were to happen, like these are the steps um, just like any kind of company. Yeah. Um, and then, so there was like some computer work to do, just learning about like the salon itself. Uh-huh. Um, and then just starting out, like I've up until now, like I've really just been extra um, uh-huh. there. So I've been shadowing people and kind of taking some of their work away from them to to kind of practice and all that and then making sure that I'm doing it correctly um next weekend is my first shift like on my own where I get like my own dogs that they're booked under me so that's kind of exciting oh my god yeah so you start off like that um and then once you're ready yeah you you go on your own I mean there's always somebody there yeah to help you out like if you have a difficult dog if you need some help like holding them um so there's always someone there what were some of the things that they told you like that you needed to like are you talking about bites and stuff like that or if like a dog is just like totally not having it like do they give you tips and tricks on how to manage that yeah so there's different um kind of leads like slip leads um Mm -hmm. that you can utilize to help stabilize the dog on the table um and then like when to use a muzzle and other things like they have kennels right so for some reason, I was surprised when I saw this in the grooming mm-hmm. salon that they have kennels. I'm like, mm-hmm. that totally makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they have dryers that you can hook on to the kennels. So you can kennel dry them, but then certain breeds, you can't do that. Um, dogs over a certain age, depending on their size, you can't do that. Um, so you kind of need to know all these things, but they have like oh. big posters on which on breed which... you can't kennel dry. So give me an um, example, like which breed can't, can't you kennel dry and why? Like the push face breeds. Oh, okay. Because they have yeah. trouble breathing. Yes. Okay. Um, And then senior, senior dogs. Senior dogs. And why? Because it's just too much for them. Yeah. 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 They might have some conditions that, you know, you're not aware of. and Yeah. And you don't want to like frighten them or add the extra stress. Mm-hmm. So they just go in the kennel and they just take a little bit longer to dry. Yeah, but we do yeah. have like the um, the high velocity dryers. Okay. So we try to use that, but sometimes depending on 
like if you, another dog arrives, that's supposed to be under your care, then you have to mm-hmm. put the other dog in the kennel, start mm-hmm. with that one and kind of yeah, organize your time between the two dogs. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of nice if you're blow drying one and then you kind of have to put them in a kennel that you can put on the kennel dryer as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. And then I've- there's like different types of like anywhere where you book your grooming, they're like, do you want shampoo conditioner? Do you want nail trim? So there's different packages um, mm-hmm. that you kind of have to know. And then depending on which package, there's like the shampoo and conditioner that you have to use for that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eee. It's, it's awesome. a little hard on the back. <laughs> I was just, I was just going to say, is there a lot of like bending and turning different ways and yeah. 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 Especially when you're bathing them. Oh, the yeah. large breeds when you're bathing the large breeds. Oh yeah. And they're on the floor. Oh yeah. See, cause like yeah. the smaller ones, like, yeah. Okay. They're up I in a tub. So how, like, what is it like a big bathtub stall that they go in and you're like bending down to like bathe some of the larger breeds? So the larger breeds, there's just like a lead attached to the wall lower to the ground. Yeah. So they're really just standing on the floor. Yeah. But whereas the the medium and smaller breeds, they have a different type of tub that's elevated. Yes. So where the large breeds go, does it look like a shower stall and they're just tied to the wall and then you have like a hose that you're hosing them down with? Okay. Mm -hmm. Like a shower head? that goes over yeah yeah and and a powerful shower head (laughs) have you had any dogs that you had to muzzle yet I've had one yeah yeah what kind of dog was it it was a Malinois oh really yeah oh and he was just like Malino (laughs) Malino Patouche (laughs) yeah and it's kind of like there were some signs so we just kind of played it safe yeah but yeah better safe than sorry so is it a different process depending on which breed that you have or is it like so let's say for um like let's say a belgian malinois where their hair is like a little bit longer they might have an undercoat or they might not like depending on the breed and stuff like that so all of them obviously start with a shampoo and wash first Mm -hmm. do you you ever like groom them wet or no you have to dry them first and you have to dry them yeah, yeah every single dog yeah yeah and do you start with nails or do you start with fur cuts um it depends so if there's somebody kind of washing their dog so I've seen where they do the cut and then wash okay. and it depends on what's available right if there's somebody yeah. if you have two large breeds and mm-hmm. there's one already being washed then you're going to do the haircut depending on like yeah. what kind of breed it, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we can do the nails first and then wash. Yeah. Yeah. And do they have all of the like tip top tools like available to you that make it like so easier? Are there things that you saw where you're like, oh my God, I'm buying one of these. <laughs> <laughs> I already bought something that they had. <laughs> um, they have many, many tools and a lot of, yeah. some of the, some of it it's the groomers yeah um, they bring their own stuff in that they like oh okay like their favorite thing and then they buy it and 
Yeah. That's what they're going to use. And they have like the nail grinders. Uh Um, There's like another bather that she brought in her nail grinder from home because that's what she likes to use and it's safer for her. Um, There's all sorts of different things. And you can figure out what you. Yeah. What you like. So you're allowed to bring Mm -hmm. in your own stuff. Yeah. Do do some of them even have their own scissors and stuff like that? Yeah. 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 And the grinders, does it all have to be like made for pets? Because like I said, like the Dremel tool that I use is like a power tool that you would buy it. Like yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Okay. Yeah. I, I have a feeling. I don't know. I want to say it doesn't necessarily have to. Yeah. Especially like the grinder. Like I wouldn't yeah. use a, like a hairbrush for human made humans maybe, yeah. but not that that would really matter, but I don't know. So have you gotten any super challenging breeds, like an Afghan or something like that, or like the poodle <laughs> where it's like, you got to get the cut, like just right. Like are there people's like pet parents that are like, I do not want you to do this or like are very particular about stuff that you've noticed yet? Um, so I think because I'm not a groomer, I don't get those requests. Mm-hmm. Um, have I heard them? Not yet. Okay. Yeah. Have you guys yeah. had any, like, very, have you seen any very strange breeds yet? Where, or any, like... Um, strange breeds, not yet. What are the most of the dogs that you get? Doodles? So, lots of doodles. Yeah. yeah. There's a groomer that I think that's, like, her specialty, because she's always grooming a doodle. Always, yeah. always grooming a doodle. <laughs> She does a good job. Yeah. <laughs> like, Don't poodle my doodle. From this, from this individual. Um, we've had, I find there was a Yorkie that was like more difficult. Uh-huh. Um, and like a Pomeranian that was more difficult. And did but... like, did you have, and because you have to cut their hair or were, were they difficult just all around like nails, bathing, everything? Nails. And Nails like even difficult. combing the hair is oh, just yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because And why? Because they wiggle and they don't like it or because it's just like the type of the fur that they have? Um, I think it's just they just don't like it and they're like nippy a little bit. Oh. Yeah. Have you been scared yeah. at points? Have you like had to deke a, a bite or a snarl or a snap? Um, A little bit, but nothing scary. Okay. Like a little Yorkie is just kind of like, you, you, yeah, like she'll go <laughs> first and then you're like, okay, she's probably not very happy. <laughs> you get out of the bite zone. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've seen a lot of golden retrievers. Yeah. Yay. Are you going to yeah. be the golden retriever girl? <laughs> <laughs> I want to be. <laughs> yeah. Did, did they teach you anything that you feel like you were doing wrong with just Ralph? Like, were you just like, oh, man, I didn't know that. Or like, you know, like, have you learned something new where you're just like, man, I wish I knew this before? Um, I haven't done like a sanitary trim uh-huh. yet, um, but I can as a person that just like bathes the dogs. So I think that's something once I learn how to do, I might do on Ralph as well. What's a sanitary trim around the the bum, the nether? Around the bum bum and around the the privates. The privates, okay. (laughs) Yeah, so that it kind of stays clean. Yes. So that might be something I want to do. Although, like, I don't think he gets really dirty. Yeah. Yeah. But some dogs, you could see how it would happen. 
Yeah. So that's something I'm learning. Uh Um, but the rest I was pretty much doing already. Oh yeah. The, the tool that I used was a clipper. Yeah. Um, like an electric clipper that you use to shave the paw pads, like underneath the hair that sticks out. Yeah. Um, so I bought one of those. Uh I did Ralph's. He and like, he just eats peanut butter and he's okay. Melhouse. I was able to cut his nails do one paw pad and then that was it <laughs> mr diva <laughs> oh males yeah. males yeah. so it's a shaver so do you just go in between each pad and just like buzz it all out so what you can do is go like with your finger go mm-hmm. in between each like toe bean yeah to try to get the hair to stick out underneath oh okay um and then you kind of hold the paw where like all the, the toes are out. together. Oh, are all together. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, cause you don't really want to go in between the toe beans except the big one. Yeah. And the, the four small ones, you can kind of do like a scoop Yeah. between that. Um, okay. but yeah. And then you kind of just shave what's sticking mm-hmm. out. Yeah. It's fun. I like it. Yeah. But like, it's so weird because I'm so used to doing like handling big paws yes. and cutting big nails. When I got the first like small dog and I had to cut the nails, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. How do you even do that? Yeah. It's like itty bitty clippers. And so, yeah, I was just going to say, so is the clipper, is it like the same style as ours where it almost looks like a big pair of like scissors? Yeah. But it's just, but the end of it is just tinier, like to the dog. Yeah. And there's like cat ones that you can use on the smaller dogs as well. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, oh, this is like very different. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And even that's like trimming nails. I, I feel like I'm, I was very conservative and like the length that I would remove. Now I'm better because I was always worried about getting the quick (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes so but now I'm what, learning like more and more like when you actually see it um even oh, like yeah. the dark ones you can actually see it underneath the nail yes yeah I remember like a friend of mine like telling me a little bit like but I totally forget but it's like you can see like the texture starting to change or whatever but I just mm-hmm. forget what that is I might exactly. come over and get a little lesson from you like it's like it starts to change because like I totally need to stay on top of my dog's nails too like that's been like definitely a challenge for me and it's going to continue to be they've got dragon lady nails right now and I'm trying to dremel them down but like Sunday's just going to be like podicure day at at our house (laughs) well spa day ears ears and paws because how maybe you should get Mm -hmm. how often how often should you clip their nails to like upkeep or like slowly like make the quick go back? Because I'm sure my dog's quicks have like extended because their nails have gotten so long. I would say almost every couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. Like it's yeah. every week. Because too it's much? supposed to retract, right? Yes. Especially like the older the dog, the less it's going to do it, apparently. Because uh-huh. um, I did ask that over the weekend. Uh-huh. Um, cause we did have like a, we did have a dog with really long nails and I was like, Oh, does the quick actually retract 
once you get close to it. And then, mm-hmm. and they said like almost with that dog, it's almost like every week they need to remove like just a little bit of nail each time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it does retract, but the older the dog, the more time it's going to take for it to retract. Okay. And the harder it's going to be. So after you clip the nail and then you immediately use grinders, does everybody do it different there? Do you do like clip, clip, clip all their nails on one paw and then grind, grind, grind? What are the rules do, around grinding? We've done, we do all the paws, clip, okay, clip, so clip, and then all the paws, drum all and the then, paws. Yeah. And did they say anything about the tool getting too hot for them where it's sensitive for them? Like, can you tell like as it's going on, the mm-hmm. dogs are like, okay, enough. So do you have to take breaks? Yeah. Well, we don't really take breaks as long as you don't, I think as long as you don't keep the Dremel down and you don't move it, like go like in circles around the yeah. nail. Okay. And then kind of lift it up, go to the next one in circles. I think it's if you stay there. Stay in one spot, like yeah. going to town on it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like, if I the quick to... is close. Yes. Because like, after I clip the the tip of the nail, I go down like one side and then like mm-hmm. the other side and then like try to get around the top a little bit and then round underneath and then like, yeah, just keep going all around. Yeah. But n- never directly on the direct tip of the fingernail. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. 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 Okay. I do the tip. Like sometimes with Ralph, I don't even trim it. I just use the Dremel okay. and I'll put it right like... <laughs> at the tip like a little bit and then I'll go around and then a little bit more at the tip and then I'll go around yeah yeah okay yeah I really need to work on these dragon lady nails anyways um what has has anybody there cut the quick before and do you get bleeders and do they have stuff on site to help the dog yeah yeah so I've seen a few nail trims where they get the quick I've gotten the quick on one of them yeah yeah like it didn't do? bleed but it was like very close oh yeah um so it was like the shortest <laughs> it could go yeah and then I actually got Millhouse, which probably doesn't help with the divaness of Millhouse. <laughs> yeah it's like oh, oh it's traumatized goodness. now <laughs> 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 um but no I've seen a couple of them get the quick you just put the um quick stop it's like um a powder oh yes okay yeah because I yeah, have some and of you that just, here too yeah dip their toenail so you, in it I would always have that ready when you're doing your dog's nails yeah and then if you get the quick you just take some and you put it right on it and it yeah. stops because I remember mm-hmm. I remember getting for with Wiggum I got his quick only once and it was bleeding everywhere and I didn't have yes. the quick stop because I, oh, no. I don't know. I thought maybe I was like super good because he was like eight years old and I <laughs> hadn't gotten yeah. as quick yet. And I got it and I was like, oh, my God. And it was just bleeding everywhere. Oh, God. And Wiggum was just so good with his nails. He would just lie down I- on his side. Oh, I know. Becky was kind of like that, too. Um, is it the same if like you graze them with the razor, like when you're trying to do in between the paw pads and stuff like that? I don't know. Probably. I'm sure the like, quick stop is for any kind of bleeding, I think. On yeah. The yeah. So I imagine they would use that too. So for doodles, like this is what I don't understand either. Like, so how do you go cutting like all their fur? Is it like a razor? Is it clippers kind of like at a barbershop? It's clippers. Shop? Yeah. 
So they yeah. just like discuss with the owner, I guess, like how like long do you want their fur or do you want it right down? Because do mm-hmm. some of the doodles end up like walking out embarrassed? Or are they like, don't look at me. Don't look <laughs> See, at me. I always feel the doodles when they come to get groomed. That's the way that they look at that point is how yes. I like them. Me too. There's are like they're so cute. They look like the teddy bears that people like, you know, yeah. want to buy them for because like yeah. I they look like Fozzie Bear. I know. <laughs> like they're just I like it when they're longer too, like but I understand. And... Yes. Yeah. But... but I get that it gets like a pain in the butt and that they're tangled and that you can't comb through it and then they start getting matted and Yeah. So they have like um different lengths. It's almost like it looks like it looks like fur. Yeah. And they we can we show the owner and ask them like what length do you want? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and that's how they they pick. And then do like that must be so difficult getting all around the ears and like everything. Do they use scissors around the ears and the face or do they use like the clippers like all around the dog's body? Um that's a good question. I haven't noticed. Oh, okay. Cuz I think they use scissors around parts of the face. Because they wouldn't want to clip like what the, the owner wants, off, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you'll see sometimes the poodle where the face is shaved, right? And then they have like the big poof on top of the head. Yeah. So you can use the clippers. Oh my god! Did you see? Do you remember that picture that I sent to you? I found it on the internet, and it said like their dog <laughs> yes. had. So it was like a doodly looking dog, and they had to go to the vet, and they had to shave just the top of the doodle's like head, um, for some reason, medical reason, obviously. But they're like, yeah, the vet shaved the top of my dog's head, and I'm not okay with it. And this dog looks so weird. <laughs> Imagine a doodle with like a bald, bald, bald down to the skin like head. Like it looks like yeah. at first. Like it took me a while to process it when I first laid eyes on it i was like what is going on here like (laughs) what do they have on this dog did they like at first i thought it was one of those like like photo filter things or like a face swap almost like yeah he looks like a bald man with like yes very creepy looking yeah it's it's very creepy creepy looking oh my goodness so have like you seen any like afghans with like the super long hair not yet not yet i would love that any like chow chows with like the big poofs no chow chows but i'm pretty sure we had a chow chow mix oh yeah yeah and then they have to use scissors for that one too right like they wouldn't he had shorter hair oh okay yeah but yeah i look forward to like watching the groomers do what they're doing and just i know so do you do the toothbrushing too yeah so do you guys use an actual toothbrush or are you like, is, is there rules like do not stick your finger in a dog's mouth? Cause like you don't want to oh, bite them. We use a toothbrush. Yeah. Yeah. So do you just lift up? Because we throw them out right town? after each yeah. use. Mm-hmm. So that's probably the most cost saving <laughs> way of doing it. But yeah. Um, yeah. We just put like the toothpaste and yeah. Go to brush town. the teeth and some of them are difficult, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So if so for a dog that needs to be muzzled, if they're wanting like tooth care on that dog, do you just say like sorry, like he wasn't co- cooperating? So it depends why they need to be muzzled. Yeah. Right? Like they might be okay with teeth brushing. Yeah. But not nail clipping. Oh, okay. Like yeah, what the hell true. are you doing with my paw? Or they might be afraid <laughs> of like the razor or yeah. maybe like yeah. 
but if they sense. need to if they don't want to get their teeth brushed and they're being like snarky and bitey then yeah no we don't um, risk it yeah do you get their faces wet when you're like bringing them in the bath yeah but no shampoo on the face they have um we use like a facial shampoo oh okay yeah i did not know that existed yeah huh facial shampoo easy on the eyes yeah some of them don't like the water in the face most of them (laughs) yeah yeah oh my god have people brought in dogs that are like next level filthy where you're just like okay like they've rolled in the mud or something like not that. yet okay <laughs> have you, and is it skunk season because i can smell skunk in the mornings when i'm on the i know i know Are no you, skunkies yet but no i'm skunkies? sure we will <laughs> i'm sure and, like we might get a dog that was previously sprayed that we yeah. might not smell right away but once they're wet wet we might yeah. smell it yeah yeah and if even if you can still like if if they come in not smelling like it, but you can tell you can tell they've been previously spayed will you use the skunk products on them or no i don't know good um, question i don't do know they ha- is there like is it kind of like a salon where it's like you're using di- all the different like shampoos are there and you have to choose whatever that dog needs mm-hmm. like whether it's like an oatmeal one or like an yeah. allergy you got what different kinds of products do you guys have um, we have like Furminator, like a de-shedding shampoo and oh, conditioner. Okay. We have oatmeal. Yeah. Uh, whitening. Yeah. Then we have the facial White, one. A whitening one? Yeah. Yeah. For like it's the like white purple. dogs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> white dogs. And what it does just... it have in it? A bit of bleach? <laughs> I don't know what it has in it. It smells different. Yeah. Yeah. And then do you have the skunk away stuff just in case? on hand you know what i don't know if we actually do we probably do yeah i hope we i never have to use it (laughs) i know oh my god and you should see millhouse and ralph when i get home they're just like smelling me up and down (laughs) because i smell like shampoo i smell like dogs. dogs yeah oh my god it's the same whenever i come home from even your place they i i get the like sniff investigation of all the investigations <laughs> sniffing every which way like all around yeah oh it's my almost goodness. like an aggressive sniff where they're like really nudging you with their nose so are there any parts of this job where you're like oh this could get on my nerves after a while or any parts that you're like no. not so much enjoying it no you're just no. like having the time of your life it sounds like yes. it would be fun how, how is. long is the shift um the longest i've done is seven hours okay and did it go by fast yeah it goes by fast yeah Mm Hmm. oh my god yep are some of them just super sweet and you're just like petting them you're like it's okay and they're just like sure yes take my paw yes oh (laughs) oh there was this big golden retriever Mm -hmm. last weekend and he was just like a big but not like overweight big like he's just big and he had like a big face like Heidi like the best looking golden I've ever seen oh yeah and he was the happiest happiest dog I've ever seen like they couldn't cut his nails because his tail was wagging too much (laughs) and you could you couldn't look at him because then he was like (gasps) and then he's like tippy tap (laughs) 
<laughs> and then you had to go say hi because then he would just wouldn't stop. Yeah. And he just like didn't care about the bath, didn't yeah. care about the blow drying. Oh, just so like just oh such god. a sweetheart. So cute. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Do you have to it's give like... notes on on how the process went to the Yes. Beach? Yes. So yes. Just like we love him. He's the best. He's the best. I'm going to yeah. take him home. <laughs> <laughs> we always oh joke goodness. about like, I'm going to bring this one home with me. Yeah. Yeah. So oh sweet. Some of them are so sweet. Oh my God. I mm-hmm. love it. Have mm-hmm. you, have you run into any like hilarious dog names? Um, have there been some weird ones where you're just like, Oh my God. Not I'm, yet. I'm call my dog that. No, they're all pretty no. standard. Fluffy. Yeah. So far. <laughs> are there a lot of people names? Yes. Yeah? Yes. <laughs> Have you had any Heidi's yet? Not yet. I've had okay. a Bobby. Yeah. Uh, Ricky. That's so funny. Ricky, a Bobby. Ricky Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Bobby. Yeah. Lots oh of God, human names. Hilarious. Oh my God. I love it. Oh, that's so nice. I'm glad that you're Yay. having like the time of your life. Yes. It's good. Um, it was a good decision. I'm yeah. happy I'm doing this. It's just like, even if it's just that, like it's yes. good. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I can't wait to learn from you. I'm going to, I'm going <gasps> to cheat and steal some of your training from you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So let's talk That's... about your trip and the doggos y- on your trip. Yes. So um, I was very like in the back of my mind when I was going to Europe I was curious to be like I wonder what dogs are like there or what people are doing with their dogs there and like that type of thing and was wondering if it was going to be different it wasn't hugely different from like North America um, I was in Germany so I was only in Germany so anyways um, going traveling through the various airports um, they had the the dog uh, stations in every single airport I saw one where for people traveling with their dogs I saw a couple of people traveling with their dogs that had that were clearly trained and had the vests on and they were labeled as such and like everything um I was very surprised the amount of people that brought their dogs because we were doing very touristy things so I was showing um we went to the Neuschwanstein castle which is a very famous castle in Germany it's the one that inspired the Disney castle like it's a the castliest looking castle mm-hmm. of all castles, like yeah. very <laughs> beautiful castle. And um, even there, like, and it says very clearly on their website, like you cannot take your dog, like you cannot bring animals into the castle. So you can imagine there's like super historical like items in there. And even in some of the rooms that we entered, it was like roped off so that you couldn't go into all of the room and you could tell the difference on the floor because this castle in the summertime gets up to 6,000 visitors a day oh my god a day so it was a well-oiled machine but anyways so as you can imagine they probably don't want animals damaging anything but still so many dogs so many in the castle not in the castle just like outside the castle and around the Mm. castle and people like and I was thinking to myself like what are you gonna do with your freaking dog but I guess like one and so many people babying their dogs like a lot of dog strollers (laughs) Oh a my lot God. of like small dogs with cl- items of clothing on some dogs that did not need items of clothing. Like I remember seeing like a collie with like a, a, a jacket on and it was like the spring. And I'm just like, what? 
Why are you jacking in your collie? You don't need that. You got a spur jacket on. Yeah. um, And stuff like that. But I was very surprised. So there's one slightly different thing that I noticed. And that was how many dogs. Like, so when we were in regular areas, so like even in Munich, I remember thinking like, holy crap. So many people like walking in busy, busy areas with unleashed dogs. They didn't even have a leash on them. Like they were just trained. So like we were going through downtown Munich to this place called the Marienplatz, which is like another very touristy spot. There was like a bazillion people around and there's all kinds of people walking through with their dog, not on a leash, the dog just like following them. And and I noticed that like in, when we were in Frankfurt, I noticed that when we were in Cologne, when we first went there, um, I didn't see too many dogs in the smaller like um, areas that we went to, like more rural areas. And when I think back to my dad growing up in Germany, like he was just like his, I, I always, I mentioned on so many episodes of our podcasting over, over the years, but he was um, like, dogs were for working. Like they had yeah. a job and like, he was like, it's disgusting bringing dogs into your house and like all this kind of stuff. So I would imagine that in the more rural areas where it's more farmers and cows and those yeah. type of things that uh, it wasn't so much. But I mean, it was the, otherwise it was pretty much the same as North America. There's people with their small dogs in their purse. They're all dressed up to the nines. Mm-hmm. Like when, when I'm thinking of the day that I was at the Neuschwanstein castle and there was like this couple with like these two little, they look like Shih Tzus. And she's like, he's like standing there, like waiting for something. And she's like, are you babies okay? Are my babies okay? Are my babies okay? Like she was, uh, and she was speaking another language. So I don't know what she was saying, but I would imagine that's what she was saying to them. Cause she's like petting them and kissing them and holding them and like holding them as if they were like her children. And like, they had a stroller like for them. And I guess she was just giving them like some outside the stroller time. <laughs> okay. I was just like, okay. So it's like the same (laughs) did you meet any dogs named Heidi (laughs) I did not but there was one day where we climbed um a mountain in the village where my dad grew up so it was like in um the south of Germany there's this whole region called the Algoi and it's uh very similar to like the Canadian Rockies just about like tons of mountains around everywhere but anyways the big one in the village where we were was called Die Grunden so it took us about three and a half hours to get to the top or so I'm trying to remember how long it took us all together but anyways it was a tough climb and almost near the top not like like there was like they have this beer house and it's called the gluten house where you can go in and they have like sausages and beer and like very limited menu but like a mountain tavern type of thing anyways so um there was that and then you there was still like I want to say another 20 minutes or so to like the peak like the peak 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 of the mountain so we went up to the peak took all of our photos and everything we made it yay celebrated and then we went down and had a beer and like some food to celebrate so yeah. when we went into this tavern there was this cute little dog that would come in and greet every single person that came in oh. and her name was Una Aww. Una and Una. she like went and Maddox, of course, like, I'm sorry, my son um, just took to, to her, like, instantly. And she just, like, would come and, like, lay by your table. And then when somebody new would come in, she'd, like, go over and be like, oh, hello. Welcome. Welcome That's to the so cute. house. And then, like, go and lay in the corner again. She was very, very sweet. She looked, um, she looked like a collie, too. A collie yeah. was with something. She was, like, very, very sweet. Yeah. Aww. 
Yes. So those were my Euro Dogo uh, observations. But so yes. smaller dogs. The same. Mostly mostly yeah. smaller dogs in the bigger city. Like when we were like going around neighborhoods and stuff like that, because we were doing like one of those hop on hop off tours, we saw bigger dogs like labs, a lot of labs, but and a couple of Vimavanas. Mm-hmm. A couple of Vishlas. Yeah. But but predominantly small dogs, I would say, smaller dogs. Okay. And I think it's probably the living space. I think it's probably the living space too. Tends to be. It could small. be. Yeah, yeah. But no, it was great. It was. Great. I feel like our region is a good mix. Yeah. Yeah, I would yeah, say I half would and say half. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Yay! I, if I got a dog in Germany, I'd call it Schnitzel. <laughs> I'd call him sauerkraut or maybe sauerkraut. just kraut. Ooh. <laughs> kraut. 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 Give me a kraut. <laughs> Yell at him in German. <laughs> yeah. All right. Is that All a wrap right. for our episode? I believe so. And to our listeners this week, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Let's Boop Snoots. And you can share our post on your stories for a chance to win um, a prize. And when you share that post in your stories, make sure to tag us at Let's Boop Snoots and also tag at Stray Dog Brewing Co. Courtesy of Stray Dogs. So very exciting stuff. So have a look this week and share our post. And before we end the show officially, make sure to check out Holy Raw Nutrition, a raw food service located in Chelsea, Quebec. We would like to thank Holy Raw Nutrition for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. Their products are sourced from ethical local farms and butchers to ensure freshness, quality, and peace of mind. They have raw blends that come in one to two pound containers ranging from chicken, beef, duck, turkey, and many more. Holy Raw also provides dehydrated treats and all natural supplements to help support your pet's overall well-being. I get all of my nom nom food for Ralph and Millhouse from Holy Raw, and I have only great things to say about them, their food, and their staff. So we are very thankful to have them as a sponsor. You can find them on their website at holyrawnutrition.com. Holy Raw as in H-O-L-I-R-A-W nutrition.com. Thank you again, Holy Raw. Thank you, Holy Raw, and also a big thank you to Stray Dog Brewing Company for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. They're located at 501 Way, Unit 4 in Orleans, Ontario. Stray Dog Brewing Company is open seven days a week, Mondays through Fridays from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m., with extended hours on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays until 9. Weekend hours are 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturdays and 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Sundays. They are a pet-friendly brewery, so bring your snoots. They also host great events throughout the week and offer brewery tours. Make sure to try some of their in-house beers, including Oatmeal Stout, Tropical Knockout, and One Hop Wonder, and many more. You can find them on their Instagram at Stray Dog Brewing Co. and their website, www.straydogbrewing.ca. Thank you, Stray Dog Brewing Company, for supporting a Let's Boop Snoots, and everybody hit their patios. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And join us next week on Let's Boop Snoots. Boop.